Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It is me, Adam Hunter. I am here with the great, the Motown phenom, Kevin Lee. Yo. I, wa- I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, hey, guys. Time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week betting at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, now is the perfect time to get in the action. March Madness is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players. Start betting at mybookie.ag. You sick and tired of getting the runaround? You ask for a payout? Come join mybookie today. I only recommend this because it's been good to me and the listeners. That's why I urge you to make your way to my bookie. You win every time. I mean, you're not, you win every time. You win, they pay fast and without any hassles. You're wasting your time betting anywhere else. And they even have in-game live betting that you can place a bet after tip-off. Join my bookie, and they'll match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. That's right. Uh, join with $100, you get an extra $50 bankroll to play with. Use promo code MMA50 to activate offer. Visit MyBookie today or call 1-844-900-BETS. Play, win, and get paid. I also want to thank our other sponsor, Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron is uh, the best way to cook. Uh, They have great meals, the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Uh, I will tell you more about them uh, later, but you can uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to MMA Roast, uh, by going to blueapron.com slash MMA Roast, blueapron.com slash MMA Roast. So I'm here with the Motown phenom, Kevin Lee, man. Your last fight, dude, I was jumping around my house. I swear to God, I, I was so excited for you, man. I was worried about you in that first round. And then when you came back, like when you, when you were like ah, screaming, no joke, Kevin, I was screaming that way in my living room. My girl was looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. She's like, how can you never get this excited for me? But whatever. Uh, I was so pumped for you, man. So my pumped. man, my man, you know, it's always one love. I appreciate it. Yeah, like you said, you know, the, the first round was – uh. You know, we had a the, the very first punch hit me right on the eyeball, and uh, I was seeing triple the the whole damn fight. But uh, you know, I think during the second, I started to catch my rhythm a little bit more, focus more on on the kickboxing and blending everything together. And you know, we got it done. That's for damn sure. No, we got you got it, it done, man. You showed heart, you showed tenacity, you showed perseverance. He did seem like you're a big fifty five pounder, and he made you look pretty small. Yeah, yeah, he was solid. He was a lot. More, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. That that kind of threw me off too. He was a lot more solid than uh than I was expecting, you know. And in, in his uh in his fights before that, he seems like a little bit leaner, you know. But uh, he was solid. He was loose too, uh, which, which makes uh you know it, most uh MMA guys they get tense and when they fight. But you know he he's a three time world champion kickboxer, so he's got a lot of experience and uh. Very loose, but he was solid as a fucking brick. You know, he was like, uh, he's like Glacian T-Bow 2.0. Yeah, that's what I was actually what I was thinking. Now, in the first, he tagged you a couple times. It seemed a little bit like like you kind of lost your footing. Were you were you rocked? Uh, it was one punch uh, that really just did the damage. 
uh, it was the very first punch of the night that, that kind of hit me in the eye. And then he landed, uh, you know, and, and we clinched for a while. Uh, I got it to take down. And then he landed one, uh, one good left hand, too, uh, on the left hand. Because I, to be honest, I didn't even see it coming. So, you know, it's, it's usually the ones that you don't see that hurt. So, uh, you know, my eye was kind of bothering me a little bit too much. And uh, the crowd was getting to me. The crowd was getting to you? A little bit, a little bit. You know, every time he would, especially in the second round, because I made him miss a whole lot. You know, he pretty much missed uh, his entire uh, his entire combination with the crowd cheering. It, it still made it, you know, head. I'm like, oh, that didn't land, but did they think that landed? You know what I mean? Right. So, so you, you, thinking, start, you start questioning. You know, a little yeah, the, the judges. You talk about the judges and not the fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I'm down on that stool uh, that I had lost the first round, and uh my mindset was just, I got to finish him, you know? Now, what did your, what did your corner tell you after that first round? (laughs) Hell if I remember. Uh, I just remember sitting down and, uh, you know, I tried to keep my eyes open as much as possible. You know, I tried to keep, uh, trying to get my vision back a little bit. Much more, you know, uh, that, you know, I'm and I was, I was looking for the takedowns a little bit too much. But uh, that was mostly just to grab a hold of them, you know. But um, they told me to kickbox. When I started focusing more on the kickboxing, I did much better. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, that that kick that landed was beautiful. You rocked him, took him down. You you got you got got it done. I mean, you beat a a solid solid fighter. Uh, I was, I thought you were gonna go after. Uh, you know, last time you were in Ireland, you you went after McGregor. Uh, you were in Brazil. I thought you were gonna call out. I don't know some Brazilian or something, or but instead, <laughs> yeah, they already hated me enough. You know, I didn't need no more of that. Trust me. Uh, now, <laughs> was your was your wife with you in Brazil? No, 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 no. We are. Uh, uh, yeah, I won't say that, but no, no, she wasn't with me. So you guys are going through some tough times, basically. Yeah, you can say that. So being in Brazil, you I, mean, I, I like to keep. I like to keep everything, you know. I try and keep some shit just private, you know. Well, you guys, you guys are young, man. Yeah. I mean, you got married at what, like, f- yeah, four, yeah, exactly. four, fourteen or something? Uh, I mean, twenty-two. Twenty-two. <laughs> you got married, yeah, right at. I caught her right at the legal age, you know. Yeah, and you got married very young, and you're you're a pro athlete, and she looks like I I, I like met her, but it did seem she she seemed a little bit jealous of of you. It was one of those things when you were laughing a lot at the comedy show, she was getting mad at you for laughing. At some of the jokes. So, uh, Kevin. I think we might have lost Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee? All right, we're going to call Kevin Lee back. I think that was his wife. She intercepted the phone call, and uh, she heard we were talking about her and hung up. That's, uh, that's how ladies are, man, especially when you get those uh, hot, uh, good look, very good-looking women. But those, those hot women, they, they get jealous. So we're going to call Kevin back, uh, see what's going on. See where he is. We're gonna to talk to Kevin Lee, my man, uh, and then we're gonna. It's gonna be a good show. MMA roasted. We're giving you live from the road. I'm in Calgary right now. I had a show last night that was one of my. Uh, I'll, I'll get to it in a little bit, but it was one of those shows where sometimes you. Uh, uh, Hello, Kevin. Yo. You're back. Yo, I'm back. Yeah. All right. I don't okay. know what happened there. I, th- I I think your your wife heard us talking about her. And um, <laughs> somehow intercepted yeah. the call. Yeah, you know, I'm, I was going through a tunnel. Yes. Say that. <laughs> now, now you. I mean, so you're in Brazil, 
You're a good-looking guy, a good-looking light-skinned guy like yourself. You got like a 12-pack. But were the Brazilian women all over you? Oh, man. Man, I'm telling you, I need to dress up on my fucking Portuguese. That's the first thing I said. Uh, either A, bring someone that speaks Portuguese, but uh, I'm already starting to take classes on learning this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I had a good time. Wow. Good night. Now, yeah. now, I mean, did you have did you have a threesome, a foursome? Was it just one Brazilian chick? <laughs> well, give us some details, Kevin Lee. Oh, <laughs> uh, my man. Uh, that's funny. All right. So, all right. So, yeah, you had a good time in Brazil. You had a good time. Now, yeah, yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. That's for damn sure. Now, <laughs> now, you called out Khabib afterwards. Uh, yeah. Since then, have you been getting a lot of Russian people attacking your Instagrams and Twitters? Of course. Of course. I mean, they were doing that before anyway, but uh, of course they are. His fans try and hype him up as much as they can. But, uh, you know, for me, and, and, and I actually had uh, a reporter ask that. They're like, oh, why would you call out Khabib? Like, he, to me, he's not at the top. You know what I mean? He, he, the man barely fights. He's only had, he's only ever fought two world-class fighters to me. And, uh, you know, he, he, and that was in the span of like three, four years or whatever the fuck it was. So uh, I don't give him that much respect. I lost a lot of respect for him. I mean, he is undefeated. Uh, he is a great grappler. Uh, yeah, they're trying to keep that O alive, you know what I mean? It, 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 that don't really mean nothing to me, you know, the, the, the undefeated. Because most of I mean, all of his fights, there's a padded record, you know. He, most of his fights are in Russia, uh, like his first, like, 19 or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, you know, it's a padded record. They might as well be amateur fights. I mean, he did good against Michael Johnson. I mean, he did hurt, get hurt, but then he dominated Michael Johnson. Johnson's a solid guy. True. I mean, he did do good. I mean, he, 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 like I said, he, he's good. He, he, he fought uh, two world-class fighters, and he's, he's done well against them, but, uh, you know, I'm not giving him all the credit in the world. That's a bad now, I mean, now you said on, uh, on Twitter that you would have fought Tony Ferguson if they would have asked you. Tony Ferguson's your college teammate, right? Yeah. I put, yeah, he is, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fight for sure. You know, uh, we'll end up fighting. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it's a business. Uh, even if Tony's a good friend of mine, I, I might have, I, I'll still be talking shit to him, too, the whole time, you know, and then afterwards we'll have a beer and we'll, uh, we'll have a good time. But uh, during the actual fight, we'll be talking shit and mad shit to each other. I'm sure you won't do me no different. How did you guys do in the, in the, in back in, the, in, like, the wrestling room when you guys were training together? Did you get the upper hand? Did he get the upper hand? Uh, he was older than me, so he, he left right as I was getting there. Uh, you know, Tony's about four or five years older than me, so he was leaving right when I got it. I know we never actually got to wrestle together, you know, oh, like okay. wrestle each other. Oh, so you guys weren't, you guys weren't in the same school, but you weren't, you weren't best friend teammates. It was, it was just, you guys went to the same school. Yeah, yeah, we just went to the same school, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, you know, I, and, and I've got mutual respect for him. Uh, he was somebody that I looked up to, you know, uh, getting into it, you know what I mean? Just because he was, yeah, I knew him personally, you know what I mean? I knew where he came from and, and all this. So uh, a couple of times, especially young in his career, I would reach out to him even before. And this was way before I even started. Uh, before I even started fighting amateurly, he was on the tough show. So, uh, you know, I looked up to him. But, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, when it comes down to it, we'll, we'll fight. It's, it could have happened at 209 if they would have, uh, if, they, if, if Kabila Balls, he, he's the one that dropped the ball on that. You know, he didn't show up to fight. Uh, they should have had me to kill the ball. And then once Khabib pulled out, I would have fought Tony for sure. 
Now, what do you think? I heard that Khabib, this is what I heard from people in the UFC, not in the UFC, but in the know, and some of them who, who are, you know, fighters. He picks out. He picks out. Well, they said he came in, he came in 20, 21 pounds over on Monday. Uh, right. And he couldn't make the weight. Now, he had the last fight he came in 26 pounds over and did make the weight. The Muslim ban that Trump had didn't let his parents get into the country. That fucked with his head. He wasn't, he wasn't mentally right. He kind of just fell apart. Look, he, he, here's the deal. He pulled out the fight because he didn't want to lose. You know, that's the, that's the, you know, he, he probably did have a bad weight cut. He came in 21 pounds. I came in 23 pounds overweight uh, the Tuesday before my fight. Same weigh-ins, you know. It, that, that's not really a, you know, he, he, he's a professional fighter, you know. He has to know, at least I think somebody is telling him how to cut weight the right way. Uh, that, that's very manageable and very doable without hurting yourself. Uh, 21 pounds in, in a week. Uh, you know, that's pretty much what I do every single fight camp, you know. I mean, maybe he was having a tough weight cut. Shit, I had a tough weight cut, you know. I didn't sleep at all during the, uh, you know, I didn't sleep for almost 48 hours leading up to the weight cut or leading up to the weigh-in. Uh, if he had a tough weight cut, so the fuck what? Weigh-in at whatever you're going to weigh-in at, even if you're over, you know, if you're over two pounds, whatever, weigh-in at whatever the fuck you're going to weigh-in at, get in there. And what's going to happen is going to happen. If you feel like shit that night, then, okay, you'll win. All right, you dust yourself off, you get back up, you do it again. Like, that, that, to me, that, that, that's guys that I respect, you know. I respect guys that, that, that will, uh, will put it on the line regardless. So he didn't do that. Especially when you've got thousands of Russians flying over and coming to, to Las Vegas. You know, that's a long flight from, from Dagestan to, to, to Vegas. He doesn't uh, seem like a very big one like, guy, and this, but like this with, with but like with up, you, you know? with you, when you cut twenty six pounds, I could see it. You could see it. You, you know, I, I've hung out with you. You walk around at one eighty five, which I think is crazy. Yeah. I honestly think that Kevin, that's going to catch up to you one day. Um, <laughs> and and you got to be careful with that. Honestly, I think maybe you, you are know, right because you because you have no fat on you. Even at one eighty five, you're 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 not fat. Um, so maybe going to 170 isn't the worst thing, or maybe just hanging out around 165, you know, uh, 170. Yeah, I, I can never, like, my optimum body weight uh, is 177. Like, that's where I am at my optimum, you know. That's as lean as I can be and uh, as strong, and with, with still being able to maintain power and speed, you know. Uh, I could never really walk around less than that. I could walk around at 70, but, you know, I can probably walk around at like seventy three. I'm but, but the two the two but fights that you be, got hurt, the two, so the two fights you ever got hurt so in the bad. only two the, the only two fights you ever got hurt was when they didn't let you have an IV, and it was before mm-hmm. it was before the weight cut before the morning weight cut. I think the morning weight cut is helping guys like you a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, no doubt. And, and, and guys like Francisco because uh, you know we are the same weight. Uh, you know when when he uh, when they do like the mock weigh ins. Um, that that scale is actually still on, so you can see what the guy's weighing in at, you know. And this is maybe only six, seven hours after the actual weigh-ins, you know. What and, what uh, was what was know, Ronaldo? He, he was back up to seventy-seven, so you know what I mean. So I'm I'm assuming that he got bigger than that, you know. He probably stepped in the cage about one eighty, uh, about the same size, you know. So he, he, I mean, that's just the, that's just the game we deal with. Uh, until they change it, it should be changed, and it should be changed soon, because like you said. It is dangerous, and, and I know, and, you know, I, I know you probably are taking years off your life doing it, you know, but that's just 
that's the that's the game we play. If you don't like it, then you know. I mean, we'll the re- on one of the reasons I stopped wrestling like in college was because uh, I was cutting from fifty to thirty four every week. And yeah, it, yeah, it just, I mean, it, you know, so you know, it can be brutal. You know, it, it, it can it, be it can be brutal. It can be draining. But uh, like I said, if you sign that contract saying you're gonna make that weight. You know, even if you don't make the weight, you still fight. You know what I mean? You might lose, whatever. Get it done. I would get so angry when I was losing weight that if somebody, like, touched me the wrong way, I would just react. You really do become, like, almost a caged animal starving. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It really brings out, like, your primal instincts, you know, because you're you're fighting nature, you know. Everything in you wants to – for me – during this weight cut because of the time difference that's what kind of threw me off i i didn't sleep you know i literally didn't sleep for like almost 48 hours and you're fighting that 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 you know the urge just to fall like every cell in your body wants to get water and then fall asleep you know and you're fighting that and that i mean it, it, yeah, it pisses you off it pisses, you, it pisses me off just seeing people hydrated you know like on, on tv like somebody just looking normal yeah. uh, would piss me off, you know, just just because they look normal and hydrated and look like they had a nice glass of water this morning, and I'm and I got to do this bullshit. And I used to but, do things I mean, where like I would, I would it's, 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 yeah, I used to do things where I would sleep with the, the window open. Play. I sleep with the window open and shiver because it was freezing out. It was in Binghamton, so I, or or I would sleep with nine layers on and sweat all night. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's never a fun day. <laughs> never, but I mean, is there a danger though of like? Getting so angry and 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 prime that wanting to kill somebody, and then all of a sudden you rehydrate twenty five pounds up, and then you're not as angry anymore. <laughs> uh, no, not really. I mean, because if you if you if for one, if ten thousand Brazilians screaming that you're gonna die, uh, don't don't get you riled up, and you 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 find that out way before reaching that point. You know what I'm saying? Right. right so right, you know right, right. you have to go into a fight. And, uh, and this is something that I tell, like, you know, young fighters especially, like even, even guys like my father, you know, uh, being nervous and being being scared really is a good thing going into a fight. You know, you should be. It's, it's, not, like, it's not like playing a basketball game, you know what I mean, where you can go out and get drunk the night before you come in, you have a bad day, so what, you know? Uh, you should be scared going in there because you could lose your life, you know, like guys have died doing it or – uh, you know, they go in there, they come out, and they're never the same again. You know, that's, I mean, it's, it's some scary shit. So uh, you should be scared, in it, and but that's what fuels you. You know what I mean? That, that's what gets the adrenaline pump, and that's what makes sure that you're sharp. The only fight that I've ever had that I wasn't, that I didn't have that feeling, that I wasn't scared uh, because I didn't think the guy stood a hell of a chance was, was the fight that I lost in Leonardo, you know? Right. So I, I know if, you know, if you get that feeling, like, even if you're in the back room, like fuck, you gotta you gotta do something. You know what I mean? You gotta get shot in the ass or something. Now that's the one fight that fans always bring up to you when you're talking yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, does it still oh, get to yeah. you or no? No, no. It, it stopped bothering me maybe like a month after the fight. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I mean it's just it is what it is. Like like I said, every every top fighter has losses. You have to have them. You know. Uh, except, for Khabib, except for Khabib, except for Khabib. Yeah, I mean, but he, he, he he's not a top fighter. You know what I mean? He, he's not a top fighter. Come on, he's, he's a beat, top fighter. No, no, he's only beat two guys. You know, I don't, I don't see how they have him even ranked above Tony when Khabib's biggest win is RDA, and he fought RDA. What this was four years ago. You know, these dudes weren't even in, in Reebok shorts. You know, uh, I'm not gonna put him in in the ranks with with top fighters. You know, like 
yeah, it's you know the, the best fights, the best of the best. They they have uh, you have to lose, you know, whether it's at the amateur or the professional level, you have to lose because you have to get those lessons. And uh, you know, it just so happens that my loss happened on a big stage, and that's what people remember. But it's not even that's what people remember. That's just a fight that people bring up the most. Even though uh, since then I've beaten four guys that were tougher. And, and my very first fight outside of that was, was your friend F. Scudero, who I thought beat Leonardo, you know what I mean? So these, these four guys that have fought since then have been tougher than Leonardo. And, 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 and Escudero you know, was a tough fight for you because you were coming off a knockout loss, you needed a win, and there's a guy who just, he just one of those guys is just, he, he's, he's always in the fight. No matter who he fights, mm-hmm, Escudero's mm-hmm. always in it. And, and he's a tough guy to fight because I don't know any fighter that's ever looked good against that guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, exactly. He's one of those guys that that, uh, that that's going to give you a hard time, and he's going to stay in there. And you're you're going to have to fight a hard fifteen minutes, so you have to know that going in. You know, he's not going he's not somebody who's just going to go away. Uh, but you know, like I said, I, I've beaten better guys, and I and I think that everybody we can all come to a consensus that I'm a better fighter than than Leonardo. That's why I don't even really want the rematch back. You know, we all know that I'm a better fighter. It's just happens. Honestly, know? I think you're yeah. one of the best in the world. I, I honestly think that you have uh, what it takes to be the champion. Uh, I just hope when you become the champion, you don't forget about guys like me. Uh, and <laughs> How can I do that, my friend? I, I, that's, that, that, that's my biggest concern. Now, um, Conor McGregor, Mayweather. Have you ever sparred with Mayweather? Uh, you know, they will have me as his, uh, as, as his sparring partner for this. Uh, when, when, when it goes down, I haven't got word yet because I think they're still, uh, working on the deal. But, um, I mean, if Dana's coming out and saying it too. So, I mean, it's, they, they told me weeks ago that, that the fight was, is, is a for sure. And, uh, they want to have me as one of the sparring partners for it. Now, I mean, who, now Mayweather told you, Mayweather Sr. told you, who, who told you this? Uh, his manager, Leonard. Leonard. His manager said, Kevin... We want you to uh, emulate what yeah, you think we, we, we train. Do. I, I train at Mayweather's gym all the time, you know. So they always see me train. Uh, I've been training a lot of softball too. Uh, so you know, and and they know Dewey Cooper, Dewey Cooper has been training guys at Mayweather's gym for since 1997. You know, he he got started with Mayweather. Uh, when Mayweather was still an amateur fighter, you know. So uh, my trainer, you know, who goes with me everywhere, uh, the dude that looks like. Uh, <laughs> That everybody says looks like Little Wayne, you know. <laughs> yeah, Little Wayne on steroids. Uh, yeah, yeah. Three three time world champion, three time world champion kickboxer. He hates when people like you know uh, saying he looks like Ace or Little Wayne. It's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Especially when y'all say it's good. Oh, it's, it's so fucking funny. He looks more I like Big Wayne. All but, the time he gets pissed off. You know, he's he's more obese Wayne, but but yeah, I hear you. Um, <laughs> exactly. Exactly, but yeah, he he's been training guys there forever, and uh, yeah, they're gonna have me, which I'm excited to be a part of, uh, just because they pay you per week. So uh, I could use a little extra cash in my pocket. I'll tell you that I won't be at the strip club every week. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, they're probably to give you what ten thousand a week or something, some kind of ridiculous number. Yeah, something like that. And and, and most of the time, he pays you for even if he don't star you. You know, he still just keeps you on the payroll. We've had a lot of guys that that have, uh, you know, like I said, I'm in and out of Mayweather's all the time, so I, I kind of know the going towards. Now this fight, now I, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this fight. At first, I was like, Connor's crazy. It's it's going to ruin his legacy. He's going to go out. He, he's going to get destroyed. Everybody at the barbershop is now going to think that. No, it's genius. But it's then genius. then you go, wait a minute. He loses to a boxer. He gets paid fifty million dollars, yep. maybe seventy five yep. million. Who cares? Every it would take him fifteen MMA fights to make that. Uh, it's a 
it's a it's a it's a short day's work, and it's like losing to Michael Jordan in a one on one basketball game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said, the, the money aspect you obviously can't argue with. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, there's big money fights for him still in in, in the MMA, but obviously nothing of, of that caliber. And it's a, I mean, it's a genius move by him. It's a win 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 scenario. Uh, he has no downside here. If anybody has a doubt, it, why Floyd? I guess Floyd does. I mean, Floyd loves the money more than anything. You know, he he loves the money more than winning even. So uh, it's an easy fight for a lot of money. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Mayweather. Kevin. Kev. Then he won't embarrass us all. I mean, now, my, my, I have a friend named Luke Ashlock. He's a comedian. He said he goes to the boxing gym. He sees Mayweather train. And not Mayweather, McGregor train. And he's getting handled by guys who are either, you know, amateurs. I mean, not even in the same sentence as Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, is there any? Does he have any chance of winning this fight? No, no, he don't. No, no. <laughs> and I'll tell you, especially after uh, after a couple of sparring sessions uh, with Mayweather, ask me again, and uh, and I'll reaffirm that. But uh, no, he don't stand a chance. He is no way. Uh, his best hope was, you know, which I think uh, uh, Mayweather would be prepared for, is once the fight not going his way, six, seven, eight rounds in. Uh, McGregor will probably throw a kick, or you know, if, if I was McGregor, that's what I would do. You know, I would I would come out, I would try and sling him around, do a lot of clinch work early, uh, because McGregor will be a lot bigger than Floyd. Uh, you know, if he did, if he does a lot of clinch early, maybe try and wear him down, but he can't wear himself down in the in the process. You know, uh, I think he's going to try and throw Floyd around as much as possible, but you know, it's going to be a boxing clinic as long as he doesn't get knocked out. He he's got the He's got the size on him, and, and he's got a good chin. And, uh, you know, I don't think he'll get knocked out, but he, he'll get outclassed for sure. It, it'll just be a drumming for, for 10 rounds. I mean, do you think people are going to actually, like, do you think people from Ireland are going to fly in for this? Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, if they can even get tickets, because the tickets are going to be through the fucking roof. You know, the, the place. Uh, uh, Las Vegas is going to be on fire. That's for damn sure. But yeah, oh, they they have to. They have to fly in for it. And look at it from his perspective. It's a it's a win win. He doesn't have anything to lose here. You know, everybody knows he's going to lose to Mayweather. You know, uh, if he loses, so what? His it, that only makes his fight when he comes back into MMA, which you probably fight like Diaz or something. You know, uh, that'll just make that so much bigger. So he's he a win win. I, I ain't going to lie. He, the, the man played the game right. I'll tell you that. Shit, if it, if it was me, I'd be doing the same thing. Why fight? Why fight Tony Ferguson? Uh, why even fight Khabib? You know, you you stand a real good, reasonable chance of losing to both of them, and uh, fucking might as well fight Mayweather. But is he cheapening the the UFC the MMA brand a little bit by people that are obviously people that know the sport? They they know what you know what the, what the deal is, but the average person, you know, the, they even say to me, people ask me, hey, what do you think about this Mayweather McGregor fight? What are they going to fight in boxing or MMA? Like they don't even know that. You know, there's going to be yeah, boxing. Yeah. So is he sort of yeah, like? I mean, you know, now these people on you know World Star Hip Hop or something, they're going to write L after every time he makes a video or something. Or yeah, yeah. It, well, well here, here's the thing though. Mayweather is you. If, if love him or hate him, regardless, you have to give it to him. He is a master promoter. Uh, he's one of the best promoters in the game. You know. 
Uh, it goes him and, and Chael Sonnen. They're, 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 they're two of the best promoters. Uh, Mayweather, I mean, McGregor obviously does a, a decent job of, of self-promoting, but, uh, you know, Mayweather himself and the UFC, you know, the UFC is one of the greatest promotions in the world, you know. Uh, they will come with a good way of spinning it and, and being able to, to get the casuals drawn in. And for the UFC, is no downside as long as they get their cut, you know. Uh, I think the UFC will probably get like a 30% cut or whatever the fuck it is off of it. And uh, there's no downside because it's only going to make the UFC bigger. Uh, it's going to ruin boxing. I, I think, you know, once McGregor gets out of the first round, uh, the sport of boxing will be dead. Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's 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 one. I mean, and I'm saying this, and I'm gonna come on. You got guys like triple. Camp. You guys, uh, and I'm a I, look. I'll tell him if he asks me, uh, because yeah, it's it's some bullshit. He's going to boxing. I mean, he's doing it for the money. I, I got to give it to him. But uh, yeah, he's ruining the sport. That's for sure. No, what do you? Well, first of all, how is he ruining? He's gonna knock out the best UFC guys. So people are still gonna be like. They're gonna they're gonna be more. They're gonna say, "Oh, boxing's the best." Whatever. I mean, idiots are gonna say that, but they're gonna say it. And then you still got guys like Triple G. You still got guys like Kovalev. You still have that that what whatever that one twenty five pound guy from Russia. You uh, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. Mm-hmm. Is, I'll tell you what's gonna happen is they're gonna maybe. Some guy like Andre Berto or somebody is gonna go and spar with Mayweather. And say that he beat him in sparring, kind of like what uh, uh, King Mo did with uh, James Tony, and say he tapped right, him out. Right, yeah. And that's gonna, yeah, and people yeah. are gonna believe him for some reason. And, and then people are gonna go, wait a minute. Well, he does have that. They're gonna play all of May uh, McGregor's highlight films, and then and then all of a sudden people are gonna start to believe the hype, and and then it's gonna, yeah, of course, you, you know. But well, of course, of course they will. You know, like I said, they'll, they'll be able to spin it great. But uh, like I said, I don't know, bro. I think it's, I think it's gonna ruin boxing because you you fight you you're taking somebody who's forty nine and oh, you know, an Olympic medalist, and he's trying to do with no even amateur boxing experience. You know, uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. You know, uh, it, it, yeah, he's an MMA fighter, and yeah, but that's it's a different sport. You know, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. It's just insane to think about. You know. Uh, as far as the sport of boxing goes, because it, you know it's it's built as a as a as a competition, it's not built as a as a spectacle. You know, uh, it'll definitely turn it into a spectacle and it'll ruin the sport because now, you know, people look at it like, oh, you know, it, it's like having somebody, a high school runner, run up against. Usain Bolt or something in the Olympic finals, you know what I mean? I totally, like, I, yeah, of course Usain's gonna win, but it's it's you know it's like oh well, anybody can do this. I know, I know exactly what you mean. Now, um, have you been in the Mayweather gym where you know how like you're watching twenty four seven and they shut it off and all of a sudden they just put the lights back on and some guy just got bloodied and the ship eaten out of him sparring? Have you been? Oh in the- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, wh- it's not it's not everything that you know people make it up to be. You know what I mean? Uh, people make it up like it's having death fights or something in there, or like the, these dudes are like just the toughest motherfuckers on the. Like no, it's it's like you know, it's like regular. Like I, I've seen worse wars, to be honest. Uh, every day, every sparring at Mayweather is, is a lot of fun. I will say that because it is like a real fight. You know what I mean? You, you got your camp. The the other guy got his camp. They come in for sparring. There's you know there's people there's like fans and shit there. You know it's probably they they fill up the gym with like a hundred people. You know. And it's just you too, so it kind of does feel like a fight, even though y'all just sparring. But uh, like that whole like thirty minutes, like I've done many of those rounds 
like where you just do 30 minutes straight or something like that. You know, it's it's not that brutal. I mean, yeah, you yeah you can make it a bloody nose every now and again, but you know, it's it's not anything people make it up to be. They make it I mean? seem like it's blood sport on the 24 seven. Yeah, no, I guarantee you, you can go into any gym in America and you probably see the same thing. You know what I mean? Got it's it. just because he has that platform to showcase it. But uh, a lot of gyms actually do it. I've seen it in, in, in many gyms. Now let's talk about Bisbing versus GSP. I think this fight makes no sense. Uh, you had taken a guy with three years off. You're, you're giving him a title shot at the next weight up. Um, you know, and you have four guys that are you know foaming at the mouth yeah. to fight Bisbing. Um, good for Bisbing on making the money. If he hadn't fought you know 20 guys that tested positive, I might be a little bit more annoyed. But I like Bisbing as a as a friend, as a man, as everything else. But this fight makes no sense. At the same time, yeah. a lot of people are picking GSP. Who are you picking? Yep. Uh, yeah, like you said, it, it, it really doesn't make sense. But uh, Bisbee is doing a great job of, of marketing it, too. I will give him that. Uh, he's getting people interested in it. You know, I'm interested in it. I want to see it. Uh, I think George will, George will have a tough time. For, with, you know, I don't know. I think it'll be a tougher fight for George than what he expects. Uh, I think they gave it to George because George is obviously the A side, and uh, you do have to give and take a little bit. You know what I mean? So they gave it to him, but I don't know, bro. He he's got, he might have a tough time with with with, with Bisping. Bisping's uh, Bisping's hard to hold down. You know, he moves a lot, moves well. Uh, hard to take down. You know, with, with that fight with Chael Sonnen, uh, that was Sonnen's like main. You know, Sonnen was only trying to get him to the ground, and you know, he, Bisping's a lot heavier than George. George hasn't been hit in a long time. Hey, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a tough fight for George. I think he might pull it out, uh, a close one, but it's going to be a much tougher fight than what he expects. Now, I guess back in the day, uh, GSP got the best of him in sparring, uh, but that was back in the day. This is a different Bisbing. Yeah. Could that pot, has that ever happened to you where you got the best of somebody in practice with sparring and then it's a, it's a different guy you can kind of take a guy a little lighter than you than you you uh, would have? Uh no, I, I haven't I haven't fought anybody that I've sparred before and really moved around with before. Uh, I I've done that with other guys and and I see them fight and I'm like Jesus, he's a way different person than what he is on fight night and and I've experienced that on both levels you know I've experienced somebody that's great in the gym and they go out there and they look like shit and then you know somebody who looks like shit every time I move around with them and they go on the fight and they, they, they're a motherfucking monster you know they're I heard I heard Kelvin's uh, kind of like that Kelvin is 100% like that I think he don't even tell you I've moved around with Kelvin and, and you're like yeah Kelvin's good you know he's, he's like he's alright you know he's decent you know you know, they're like shit. Like, I ain't gonna give him, you know, but he, 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 man, he get into them fights, man, and, and he is a fucking beast. He is 10 times a fighter during a fight uh, than he is during practice. You know what I mean? I don't know how he does it, but, you know, it's, I guess everybody's just different. You know, they can turn it on in different ways. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's not only Calvin, but a couple guys that I know like that. Yeah, and, and then I heard Pyle, even Pyle even said, uh, like, at the gym, he's. You know, a thirty-seven-time world champion, and then sometimes in fights, he 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 lets his nerves get the best of him. So yeah, I've heard the same thing about Pyle too. You know, and uh, I've heard a lot of stuff about Pyle training. You know, he's a great training partner. Apparently, I don't know. I I've never really worked with him, but uh, I I've got to see him around a lot. Yeah, I mean that's uh. So um, now two guys that are fighting in your weight class, a very interesting fight. Uh, Dust Dustin Poirier. Uh, yeah. 
he's got a big fight coming up at UFC, I think, 111. Uh, he's, who's he fighting again? Poirier? Uh, uh, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, right. Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, Poirier. yeah, it's going to be a damn good fight. Who do you think wins this fight? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick with Eddie, maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't think Eddie's going to come back and look very good uh, after that last fight. I think his confidence might be crushed, to be honest. So, I, I honestly, I couldn't call it. Poirier's been looking better, but uh, Eddie, he might be a little gunshot. I ain't going to lie, you know, so. I, if smart money, I'd probably put it on Poirier, but uh, it's going to be a close one. I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at them close because I'm uh, one of those guys wants to make a quick turnaround. Yeah, and people are saying that. Oh, oh, good. People are also saying that the winner of that should fight, um, uh, should should fight Ferguson for, I guess, uh, the interim belt or something. But I'm like, you, you know, they're leaving you out of there. It's some bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, if, if they want, you know, it, it depends on how this is going to shake up. Uh, like I said, I'm looking at it, but uh, realistic that he probably won't take the fight. You know what I mean? He'll, he's going to try to back out uh, whenever he can. So, you know, I'm looking at somebody else, maybe Kiesa, something like that in July. Or the winner of that fight, if they want to make a quick turnaround. Uh, if not, then, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. You know what I mean? I'm, I am kind of uh, looking forward to trying to push the UFC into Detroit, too. So if they're going to make me wait for that, then I'll wait. Uh, they're gonna need uh, security uh, during the walkout, uh, like, like extra if they fight in Detroit. Detroit's a very, uh, it's a very scary place. Oh man, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Oh man, I'm gonna have a building on fire. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> um, now who do you like in John Jones? I mean, not Jones. Uh, Daniel Cormier versus Anthony Johnson, the rematch. I mean, uh, like I said, I think uh, I think DC should beat him nine times out of ten. You know, uh, maybe not nine. I, I can make it seven. Seven times out of ten, yeah, I'm, say, I'm pushing for DC just because I think he'll come up with a great game plan. Uh, you know, Johnson just has that power. You know what I mean? And it's it's scary power, but you know, as long as you come up with a great game plan, you should win. But you know, you got to throw that. You know, you got to throw that haymaker in there every now and again because he like Anthony Johnson can crack like a motherfucker. And that's the thing when a guy has that much power. How do you prepare your chin for that? Because it's, it seems you like can't. you can't, right? No, no, you can't. You can't prepare the chin. All you can do is just prepare to avoid and, 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 and take the shots or, or just loosen up, you know what I mean, and uh, let the shots roll. But uh, the only thing you can prepare are the eyes because it's always a shot that you don't see that hurts you, you know. Uh, and that was the one that hurt DC in their first fight. You know, he hit him behind the head. I don't think DC saw the punch coming. And uh, it hit him right behind the head. You just got to look and, and uh, try and see those shots coming, you know? It seems like every but, girl that fights Cyborg says, I've never been hit that hard. And, and like, but you, know yeah, you're, yeah. but you know you're going into a fight with Cyborg, but how do you prepare for that? You just have to prepare your eyes, right? That, like, that, like you said. Yeah, yeah. It's not really easy, to be honest, you know? I mean, what about that exercise where you put the weight on the back of your neck or something? Or like, you know how you that, that like chain where you like lift up your head and there's like a, a weight attached to it. You know what I'm talking about? And like a metal chain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard, I've heard of guys saying that, you know, uh, uh, strengthening up the neck. And I mean, if, if you think about it, it should make sense, right? If your neck is stronger then uh, it's really, when you take a blow, it's the, it's your head, the, your head accelerating, you know, and your brain staying the same and your brain smashes into your skull. Right. So 
that should be what turns the lights off. I don't think they really understand. You know what I mean? I think that's why so much work has been going into concussions, but I don't think they really understand what puts you out. You know, uh, some people have said that it's, it's the mouthpiece. You know, if you have a mouthpiece that, that shifts your jaw forward, when you get hit in the jaw, your jaw doesn't slam into that nerve in the back of your head and, and oh, cut wow. off the lights. Uh, you know, I, I've heard a lot of guys like, you know, a lot of people have a lot of theories, you know what I mean? Uh, old boxers, they always, you know, say strengthen up the neck. But with wrestlers, I mean, our necks are much stronger than boxers. And, you know, I don't think you see much of a difference between uh, being able to take punches and neck strength. You know what I mean? I got to start wearing Maybe. a mouth guard I everywhere I go out now just to, at like What's bars that? and stuff. If anybody wants to punch me, uh, that, that's I've never yeah. heard. I, I've, I've, I've never heard that before, but that's it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they 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 make these uh these new mouth guards that that also not just on the top your bottom teeth uh click into it too. So when you bite down on it, it shifts your your bottom your lower jaw forward, you know. And uh, you know it's supposed to stop you the lights from going out, but I don't know. I ain't willing to test that theory. I guess <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they they coming up with it uh, or what dummies they got to to, to you know be test dummies. But it ain't gonna be me. I tell you that right now. Now I gotta talk to you. So your your jujitsu coach is uh, Drysdale, right? Yes. Yep. Now, now Drysdale, obviously uh, amazing jujitsu, uh, you know, huge champion, but tested positive a couple times for stuff. Have you ever asked him like what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you got to. I mean, we kind of all know, you know what I mean? Like you kind of keep it on the. I mean, I don't know if I should be speaking. I love the first performance. I love Drysdale. He's he's one of the nicest guys in the game. Uh, you never hear him say a bad word about anybody. You know what I mean? Uh, love him. Great friend of mine. You know, uh, we actually gonna hang out this weekend. So, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, everybody kind of know. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't gonna say it, but you know, you like everybody kind of know. You know? So, but were you I'd like, hey man, come on, know. man? You're like, you're our teacher. You can't be taking this stuff. Like, I mean, right? Uh, I don't know if I should. All right, all right, all right. All right. I, I won't. Yeah, nah. I'll let you off the hook on that one. I'll let you off the hook. Nah, yeah, no, no, definitely. It is your coach. It, it is your coach. So yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I love uh, I'll let you off the hook. Now, uh, uh, Cody Nolove um, versus uh, TJ Dillashaw. I think a lot of people are overlooking TJ Dillashaw. Cody Nolove is a tough, tough guy, and he looked amazing against mm-hmm. Dominic Cruz. However, we've all seen the situation where somebody steps up for a huge challenge and then loses their next fight. Yep. Uh, we've seen it with Holly Holm. We've seen it with uh, Misha Tate. Uh, we've seen it with a lot of, I mean, guys we've seen it with where, uh, you know, they, they look great in that one fight to get the title, but then yep. they sort of, they overlook the next guy coming in. What do you think about this fight? Um, you know, they both come in, came through cause they just filmed the, uh, the, the ultimate fighter here in Vegas. So they both come through the gym and, you know, I've got to see him move around. Um, I will say that, that Dylan Shaw is probably the better athlete. You know what I mean? Uh, he's got better transitions, better wrestling. It seems like he kind of puts the game together a little bit more, but uh, Cody's got that, he's got that, that, that X, you know what I mean? He's got like a, something a little different about him. You can kind of tell, uh, and he hits like a fucking freight train. And 
you know, and he's got that confidence, you know, especially going in against Dillashaw. I feel like he, he, he has that confidence and that's hard to deal with. You know what I mean? If, if Dillashaw can land something early, you get him to break that confidence. But I think that, to, uh, that Cody probably got the better of him in a lot of his farm matches. And, and that's how, uh, he's got that, you know, he's got the real confidence about him. You know what I mean? He's going to come out swinging like a, like a ton of bricks. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm giving it to Cody, but it's going to be a good one. I, you know, and I think that uh, I, I can't wait for this fight. This, it's too close to call right now for me. I think that a mistake that Dominic Cruz made was bringing up Cody's girl. I, I think there are certain things that, that really, I don't know if it would have made a difference in the fight, but it, you know, there are certain buttons yeah. on people that you don't yeah, want yeah. to. And, 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 and that goes along with being a well-rounded fighter, you know what I mean? Because you have to approach each, or at least that's what I try and do. You know, I try and approach each even each fighter differently. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like with the Russian, like I knew he was gonna be like, you know, had a lot of heart. So you have to like get him to rile up a little bit. Uh, even with this last kid, they they told me how nice of a guy Francisco is, and uh, how he came from the favelas with nothing and made his way up. Uh, so I knew I had to like, you know, piss him off a little bit. You know, so the whole time before the weigh-ins, I'm like staring him down and talking shit, you know what I mean? Trying to draw him out of his element. Uh, with Cody, Cody's one of those guys where I feel like talking shit to him really kind of fuels him. You know, like some guys, it, it, it backs down because that's not the way they grew up. You know, like me, like I grew up like talking shit and we would fight, you know what I mean? Like getting into fights and talking shit. Like that's where I'm comfortable. Uh, it seems like Connor is kind of that same way, you know, he's kind of comfortable doing that. Uh, the, the, the shit talk and the, the, you know, but some guys like, like, uh, I mean, some like Jose is like the perfect example, you know, uh, I don't think Jose ever talks shit about anybody. So if you get him to, you know what I mean? To rile up a little bit, Cody's one of those dudes. I don't think you really want to rile up too much. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's one of those dudes you want to turn it into like a competition, you know? And I, I think the father comment really pissed him off. The, the father pissed him off and, um, and the girl pissed him off. And, Look, yeah. I'm, I'm look. I'm just. I'm not saying that if you, you know, it it would have been any other outcome. It just you have to be. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be a little careful. Uh, like, yeah, with, you got to be smart. You got to approach each guy different. You know, you can't just talk shit about everybody. Like, <laughs> that's what. That's how master promoters work. You know what I mean? Uh, look at a guy like Floyd. Like, I, I mean, I I, I said it's just because he's the most glaring example right now, and everybody wants to talk about it. But when you look at his career. And the guys, it's like, just look at the way he approached different fights for different fighters. Some guys he talked a lot of shit to, some guys he was really humble to, you know? And there's a reason behind that, you know? It's not just because he, you know, feel like talking shit one day, you know? It's, it's a reason behind everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I actually met Floyd one time at a, a diner. It was, like, before the Ricky Hatton fight. And I must have asked him 20 questions in a row about who he would win. And he got like, I'll beat anybody. I'll beat anybody. And then, like, he was being really arrogant. And then I think he saw the look on my face that I was a little disappointed by how arrogant he was being. And then he's like, give my man. And he gave me a big hug. And, and was like, yeah, yeah. And, he was, and, he, and he made me feel really good. Like, he was actually like, you're like you know what? Uh, you could just tell that he's really very playful. You know, a very, a very. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's kind of a kid that never grew up, and obviously, I, I can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't support the, the baby mama, you know, beating whatever, whatever stuff, right, right. whatever happened there. I'm not a fan of that. However, uh, I, you know, I think there is a, a really good side to Floyd Mayweather, which a lot of people do probably do experience. One, one of them being yeah, you. That, 
that is definitely true, you know, and that's, and that's true for us all, you know, we all, uh, nobody's different, you know, we're all the same, we all have different sides to us, you know, uh, you know, you, you have to play up a little bit to the fans, like, that's, that's just the bottom line, that's just the game we in. Uh, you know, even even a guy like Connor, like you know, if you meet Connor, he's probably a nice guy. You know, he's just you know, he's just a dickhead and in the persona and everything. And it seems like he's almost overdoing the persona a little bit right now. Uh, you know, he's kind of going to the to the you know to the extreme with that shit. But you know, some some people were telling me how now his, his views have changed, and now he's saying like. You know, if you ain't made a money already, then that's your fault and stuff like that. You know, and and, and it just comes with life. You know, like everybody's different, so he, everybody's got different sides to him. So, Floyd's a good guy. He just, you know, he's got different sides. To him. No, absolutely. Now, were you at the Woodley fight versus Wonderboy? No, no, no. I was down in Brazil at that time. Oh, yeah, right, right, I, right. I, I was in Brazil for ten days, so I, I was hoping to be. I should have been on that fight card. Uh, now that fight was one of the worst main events I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I'm not blaming Woodley or Wonder Boy. I think it was just a combination of, of both of them in there. Uh, Look, you telling me I, I, I woke that fight happened at 4:30 Brazil time, and I stayed up to watch it. Yeah, I know. I was pissed. I mean, what do you think? What do you think happened there? I think I mean they were both obviously timid. Uh, I think Woodley doesn't want to get tired, you know. I think that's the. I, I think when when you really look at, I just the way he moves, you know what I mean, and the way he, because he can explode. He's explosive. He can at any moment. But I honestly think that he just waits and waits and waits because he doesn't want to get tired. And at the end, I mean, you can see that because he has so much energy left to to be able to drop him within the last minute or minute and a half or whatever. I think he just and 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 for people to say Stephen won, I didn't see. I mean, I didn't see how you say Stephen won at all. You know, he he clearly lost that fight. He lost every you know the, the big moments to be had in that fight, which there wasn't many, but they were all Tyrone's moments. You know, so when you look at the fight, he he definitely won the fight. Uh, it's just yeah, it was it was it was just one of those ones. It, it, those karate dudes, they are tricky. They are hard to get a read on, uh, and they're hard to get confident against you know what i mean without being overconfident because if you don't have if you don't have no confidence then you get that you know just standing in front of the dude until you you decide to go so do you think it's a case of when, i put when, most of the blame on i put most of the blame on steven though steven didn't do anything the whole damn fight you know uh he's the challenger you gotta go out there and you gotta beat the champ i, I didn't understand his his him being timid you know i, I understand he was a friend of the power of woodley but you know, he was way too timid for me. You know, if you're the challenger, you got to go out there and get it. Do you think it's a case with Tyron of not trusting how good he is? Because that's the thing about Tyron is that sometimes he'll go in there and he'll look like a world beater. I mean, he is a world beater. He's the champion of the world. Yeah. And other times, it, you could just see by his, his face, he's just, he lacks confidence. He takes rounds off. He, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's 100% all mental with, with him. Uh, 100%. You know, I don't think it's necessarily that he that he gets unconfident. I just don't, I just, honestly, I just don't think he likes to get tired. You know, I think he tries to go through every fight and, and be, uh, uh, not get hit at all. You know what I mean? And try and just get a flawless victory where you aren't tired. You aren't even breathing a little hard. I think that's how he kind of wants to go through every fight. Kind of just coast, you know, he wants to coast through every fight and kind of not really have to put forth that effort. You know what I'm saying? Because he could at any moment. You see, I mean, when he gets ready to explode, he explodes on motherfuckers. But 
but he just backs up a lot and then backs up against the cage and takes a lot of time off. Yeah, no, it is, you know, and I, I, I like Tyron a lot. He comes to shows, he's a, he's a friend, he's a, he's a nice guy, and, but he's also one of those guys where I, I think he was, I think he's right in the fact that the UFC should promote him more. I mean, you got a guy, yeah. a great father, great role model, uh, you know, college graduate, great husband, uh, in movies and TV shows, just a, a great all-around role model, but then when that shit, when, when, when a performance like that happens... It, you're just giving the UFC ammo to be like, well, this is why we don't promote you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, which can't really, which shouldn't really fall on him. You know what I mean? His job should be to win fights. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if you are going to complain about it, you can't go out there and uh, and uh, you know do that either. You know, you got to you got to give and take a little bit. You know, there's an A side and a B side. He's definitely on the B side of, of the UFC. So, uh, you know, you definitely got to give and take. They should promote him a little bit more, but honestly, I, I just feel like, and, I, and I've been saying this a lot, but honestly, just feel like the UFC doesn't really know how to promote a, a black fighter yet. Uh, it's, it's a tricky thing to get down, I think. Uh, even the best promoters in the world have have trouble promoting black fighters for some reason so i think this we're still at that stage you know boxing well let's go through the black really fighters I mean, you, you, got, you got you got you got demetrius johnson who's the best pound for pound uh right now in the in, in the ufc however a lot of his fights end up people booing uh which is not his yeah. fault i mean he dominates which, everybody uh which yeah i mean i i when i say black fire like everybody like yeah that's kind of the one that everybody brings up right is like how well they promote Demetrius and, and whatnot. But, you know, it, it's not just about being, the you know, your skin color, you know what I mean? It's also about, uh, you know, where you come from, like your culture. And, so you know, people have, they have to be more black than Demetrius? You, you know, so so he's, really... he's not black enough? No, I'm not. I mean, <laughs> listen, listen. I mean, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying everybody has their market that they can hit, you know? Uh, I don't think Demetrius can really hit uh, the black market. So like you mean that, like the barbershop, the like the the Tyler Perry movie, black people, like the like that type of th- the. Is that what, the <laughs> tell, baby? tell you what, tell you what, put it this way: McGregor has more of a a, a, a chance of really pushing through the black market than <laughs> than Demetrius. You know what I mean? Even though he's not black, like it's it's a market. Okay. It's not about like. So all right, what about are, all right? Know? So let's it's, go it's through about who you market to. You know? does, does does Daniel Cormier have that? Does is he? Uh, does he? No, nah, he ain't got. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look. If I'm being honest, Daniel got he got that. You know, if, if they're trying to really promote him to a black market, he kind of got that Uncle Tom type feel to him. You know what I mean? You got that. You know. So we're to- so know. we're talking about Black Beast Black, like like that type of black person uh, sort of yeah way. yeah like 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 the black beast is like the perfect example you know you can promote them to 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 the south you know uh the dirty south love them you know like that's what they should do that's that's who they gear them towards you know when you got a guy like yair rodriguez that speaks uh uh spanish and you know is, is mexican you promote them to the mexicans you know like that's so what should they do? The way, like, 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 should, the, so should the black beast walk out with like, uh, they, like, like, put it this way. I mean, they, they, they dropped the ball with Rampage, you know, Rampage right. would have been the one to really get, uh, more so than anybody, you know what I mean? Because Rampage had that, that feel, that look that, you know, uh, that they looking for, you know? So should he walk out with like you girls twerking it. and like, uh, like little John and then like, I mean, I mean, what, what, like, what should they do? Should he have, should he do like, uh, 
like like uh, credit commercials, like one in, like bail bond commercials. I mean, what should they do in your opinion? <laughs> what, what do you mean, uh, Tyrone? No, the, like the Black Beast to like to like promote them. Oh, 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 the Black Beast. Yeah, sure. He might as well. No, no I mean the Black Beast does a great job, though. You, I mean, he was really blown up in the last year. Damn, you know, yeah. it ain't even been a year, and he he's really taken off. He's doing. He, he did a great job with uh, like his own Instagram and everything. You know the way he right. he approached that game was just smart. But so, that's him. That's not uh, really the UFC so. though. That's that's him. Uh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah. Sorry. Hello. Yeah, yeah. But, th- but that's not really the UFC. That's actually him doing it himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the UFC can can pick up the ball from there uh, and make it happen. But you know, like I said, it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of effort and uh, them to really know what they're doing. So they need they need a, they need like a fighter that they could put on soul swipe, kind of a thing. So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, okay. I, I I'm understanding this more uh, now. Who do you think now? Uh, t- uh, tomorrow's fights: Jimmy Manoa versus Anderson, Derek Anderson. Who do you like in this fight? Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think Manuel will probably get him. you know, it, I'm not really too, the fight don't really mean much or nothing, you know, it's, honestly, I don't think nobody cares who wins or loses it, but I'm, I'm going to give it to Manuel, you know, they're fighting in London he's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder. He hits harder and, uh, he, he should be able to move a little bit better. Uh, Gunnar Nelson versus Alan Juban. We got to go for Alan, right? Yeah. I mean, but they are in London. I think uh, Gunner will probably take it. Ah, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, Gunner 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 is better on the ground and and, and a better submission threat and uh, more likely to finish. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Gunner. Uh, Arnold Allen versus uh, Amir Khani. I have no idea. Well, Makwan, he's, uh, he's he's the guy that like uh, he he he's Mr. Finland. He he, he did our podcast and got a uh, blowjob. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, I'll go with him. Yeah, sure. Just as uh, you know. Cool kid, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen much of his fights. So. Uh, Joe Duffy versus if you, say, uh, if you say I'll do it. Joe Duffy versus Reza Madadi. Duffy for sure. You know, Duffy should should, should smoke him. Duffy better all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, um, well, another fight on this card uh, that I'm looking forward to is uh, Timothy Johnson, who's an Uber driver as well as a strip club uh, bouncer. Is fighting uh, Emil Jakach or something from Poland. Uh, uh, I'll probably go with the Polish dude just because my man drive an Uber. <laughs> you can't do that in, in Germany. Come on. He's probably going to get his ass well. I ain't going to lie. I mean, they need young heavyweights in this game, but uh, nah, I don't know. Yeah, you fighting the dude from Polish. Poland, I don't know. It might be a tough one for him. Well, listen, Kevin Lee, it was an honor talking to you. I can't wait to have you back. You, know, you were in L.A. yesterday. What were you in L.A. for? Uh, well, I was, but I'm not anymore. I, I got to cancel it. I, I've, I've been traveling too damn much. I don't feel it. I couldn't, I couldn't even do it. Oh, okay. I was going to go for my mom's birthday, actually, but no, nah, I can't do it no more. Your mom lives in L.A.? No, no, she lives here in Vegas, but, you know. Oh, 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 oh you want to take her? Yeah, now you nah, I, I canceled it. Now you got your whole family out there in Vegas with you? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. That's awesome. Good for you, man. Good for you. I love it. Well, thanks, Kevin. Keep up the great work. Uh, you are the man. All right. Thanks, brother. Take care.
All right, that was Kevin Lee, uh, very outspoken, awesome, great guy, big fan. I want to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. They achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. I'm telling you. Uh, you're cooking together. It builds strong family bonds. Me and my girl, we cook together all the time. We've never been closer. Uh, research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Those who spend a lot at restaurants, at high-end grocery chains, can now spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal. I spend so much money on restaurants that I need to save money, especially with my wedding coming up. Uh, their featured upcoming meals are salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli, pork chops and miso butter with bok choy and marinated apple, Vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes or crispy tortilla strips and spicy shrimp coconut with cabbage and rice. Call to action, people. Check out this week's menu and get the first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash MMA roast. You will love how good it feels, how good it tastes. Create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash MMA roast. Also, listen, people. You need to make some money. Uh, and you can do that by, you can make a boatload of money uh, this week at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect time to get in the action. The madness of March is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? I know I am. Come join MyBookie today. I would only recommend this service. It's been good to me and my listeners. That's why I urge you to make MyBookie. Uh, make your way there. You win, they pay. Fast, without any hassles. You're wasting your time betting anywhere else. So join now. At MyBookie, we'll match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. That's right. If you join with $100, you get an extra 50 bucks to play with. How cool is that? Use promo code MMA50 and visit MyBookie today at 1-844-900-BETS. Play, win, get paid. Uh, by the way, I did a show last night in Calgary, and... A lot of times I'm like, you know, you know, everyone has doubts on their career. Am I doing the right thing? What am I doing? Maybe I should be doing something else. Yada, 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 yada. So I did this show. It was packed at the Comedy Cave Thursday night. This guy comes up to me and says uh, after the show, he goes, listen, my brother's here. He has six months to live. You made him crack up. You made his day. I can't thank you enough. And, uh, you know, I can't tell you how, how much that felt to me. I mean, I mean, seriously, like. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, uh, it almost made me uh, tear up. It was, uh, it was pretty awesome um, that I was able to do that. So, person that was there, thank you for telling me that. Um, I'm sorry about your brother. I hope he, you know, everything. Hope he gets better. Uh, obviously, that's a, that's an awful thing that happened. Um, but uh, I'm happy that I was able to make him laugh, and that's the gift of uh, the gift of laughter. That's. Uh, uh, man, I can't tell you. One time I was, I flew to England and I didn't have my working paper, so I got detained and sent home. Didn't get paid. I had to spend uh, a day, and I'm not comparing this to obviously having a, a day to live. I'm just saying that, like, or, or six months to live, but I'm sitting there and Fletch came on and I laughed so loud and I was in such a terrible, terrible mood and flew to England, got detained, got sent home, but Fletch made me laugh. So sometimes laughter is the best way to deal with 
with uh, pain. And obviously, not to compare this pain to what he's going to his brother, but um, just letting people know that, that, you know, you get what I'm saying. I shouldn't have to say it. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> Listen, people, that is the podcast from the road. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, I will be at the Comedy Caves in Calgary, Alberta, tonight through Sunday. Next Monday and Tuesday, the Dime Bar. San Diego, the Comedy Palace. Next Friday, two shows. Two shows Saturday. Uh, Hollywood Improv, Wednesday the 29th. Uh, I will be at Myrtle Beach Comedy Club, April 5th to the 9th. Uh, Myrtle Beach Comedy Club. It's called the Carolina Comedy Club through the 8th, actually. Uh, I will be at Stanford & Sons in Kansas City, Thursday, April 13th to the 15th. And I will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Looney Bin, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, April 26th to the 29th. Uh, thank you guys very much and hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.